Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, hang on. I gotta, I gotta see. Is that, do we have do we have any late, late breaking news right now? We do not evidently have any breaking news right now. Hey, Google, what time is it in Tehran, Iran? The time in Tehran, Iran, is 1.36 a.m. on Wednesday. Okay, it's 1.36 a.m. So there it's four days, four days since the death of three U.S. service members uh, in a uh, a terror attack and an attack there uh, in Jordan Three U.S. service members dead. They'll be coming home on Friday. Uh, Forty service members have been killed. President Biden earlier today indicating that he planned to do, that he knew what he was going to do, that he, that he, that he knew what his plan was going to be, but nothing has been done as of yet. Now, for what it's worth, the Islamic group that claimed responsibility for the attack <laughs> late today said, we're going to suspend all hostilities towards the United States. Oh, it's too late for that, pal. It's too late. No, you don't get a call a truce now. That's not how this thing works. At least it shouldn't be. We should have some sort of attack on them at some point here. We'll keep a close eye on that, y'all. We, we've got our finger on the pulse of what is going on over uh, in the Middle East right now. And we'll get you the latest here on the Joe Kelly Show. My name is Joe Kelly. Thank you for joining us. It is time for the presidential pinger. As you well know, we have we have lowjacked the presidential candidates. And we uh, we ping them every afternoon at about this time. It's the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. We are nine days away from the Nevada caucuses. By the way, the Nevada caucuses are weird because they have both a caucus and a primary on the same day. We're going to break that down for you so you get a better understanding of of, uh, of how weird Nevada is when it comes to the elections. We're 25 days away from South Carolina's primary. We're 35 days away from Super Tuesday. That's when 15 states all get together and vote. That's March 5th. Our primary here in the sunshine state is not till march 19th 49 days away and the general election is in 280 days the latest average polls indicate donald trump is up to 72.6 percent that's up two percentage points from yesterday nikki haley is up three percentage points from yesterday uh, to 17.4%. Here is the latest from the 2024 campaign trail. Donald Trump is staying on the primary ballot in Illinois, the state's election board of four Democrats and four Republicans, uh, this morning unanimously declined to remove the Republican 2024 frontrunner, in part because uh, they are citing the U.S. Supreme Court and they're going to be uh, deciding the Colorado case and all subsequent cases will be decided based upon the Colorado case. Donald Trump has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize by Congresswoman Claudia Tenney for Trump's efforts to bring peace in the Middle East through the Abraham Accords. This is not the first time, by the way, that Donald Trump has been nominated for a peace prize, and it would be highly unlikely that the very liberal Nobel Committee would award it to Donald Trump. 
Meanwhile, President Biden spends the day today raising money here in Florida, a one-time swing state that is now a solid red state, home turf of Donald Trump. One of the Biden fundraisers taking place in Jupiter. It's about a half an hour north of Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort. The other is in Miami. Democrats urge the Biden administration to deschedule marijuana. Can you imagine if Joe Biden descheduled marijuana ahead of the elections? Is that a vote-buying scheme, do you think? Do you think that is? Senate Democrats, including Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, urging the DEA in a letter to remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act altogether. What do you all make of that? Do you think that's a good idea to remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act altogether? 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. Last night on MSNBC... Uh, there's evidently a talk host. Her name is Joy Reid. Uh, and in spite of the fact that Joy Reid works on a live TV set with live cameras and live microphones, managed to drop an F-bomb about Joe Biden during her program last night. Still trying to kill the deal. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. <laughs> yeah, she's she's not happy with President Biden, but that's what she says behind the scenes. Of course, in front of the cameras when she is trying to present herself, she is absolutely hashtag Team Biden. Meanwhile, VP Kamala Harris asked an obvious question about Joe Biden's age and competency, and she still managed to screw it up. President Biden's age is on voters' minds, especially during this election, and you work side by side with President Biden. What do you have to say to Americans that are concerned by his ability to run the country and your readiness to step in in any given moment to help? Well, of course I'm ready, um, but that's not the point. He is going to be fine. <laughs> well, let me just say this. He is fine. He's going to be fine. Oh, it's okay. He's going to be fine, y'all. Don't worry. He's going to be fine. Here is the aforementioned Joe Biden on the stump. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer. It is the fire. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's coming. <laughs> Yes, he's going to be fine, y'all. He is going to be absolutely fine. And now hear from the Associated Press a breakdown of why Nevada is having both a primary and a caucus. My name is Gabe Stern. I live in Reno and I cover Nevada for the Associated Press. In Nevada, there will be two nominating contests over the course of three days in early February to choose the Republican nominee. But only one really counts toward delegates and one is more symbolic. So these two contests will look nothing alike. In the state-run primary, there's some of the most expansive voting options in the nation. There is early voting in person. There's early voting by mail. There's a universal mail ballot system where a mail ballot is sent to every registered voter unless they opt out. For the caucus, it's much more you have to make a plan to show up. It will be from 5 to 7.30 p.m. on Thursday, February 8th. So all voters have to make a plan to show up in that time span. There are specific caucus precincts where you have to know which one you're going to. And there are things like voter ID upon arrival and paper ballots that aren't seen in the state run primary. So the the head of the Republican Party in the state of Nevada said we don't want to use the primary. We would prefer to have our caucus. And according to law and case law, they can do that. So what this means is we will technically have a 
primary for the Democrats, the primary for the Republicans, and then a caucus for the Republicans. But the winner of the caucus would be the person that gets the delegates to go to the Republican National Convention. The Nevada GOP has very strong ties to the Trump campaign. Actually, three of its leaders that are organizing this caucus are indicted on felony charges for being so-called fake electors, where they submitted false documents to Washington, D.C., saying that Trump won Nevada in 2020, which is false. Biden did. But what this whole dual election system has done is basically diminished its power as that they're nominating state. There's only one serious candidate in the caucus, which is tied to the delegates, and it's Trump. So Nikki Haley has essentially skipped Nevada and is heading to her home state of South Carolina to campaign. That might have been different if they were both going for the delegates, but they're not. Let's check in on Joe Biden and see how he's doing. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why he's coming. (laughs) And finally, last night's late night comics. The news, a Manhattan jury on Friday ordered former President Trump to pay nearly $84 million in his civil defamation case. Well, that explains the new fundraising amounts. Yet the 49ers and Chiefs played each other in the Super Bowl four years ago. So at least that's one 2020 rematch we're excited about. Former President Trump said at a rally in Las Vegas over the weekend that he feels, quote, sharper now than I did 20 years ago. Of course, Based on all of his testimony, he doesn't remember a single thing from 20 years ago. All right, that's the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. Coming up next on the Joe Kelly Show, we got all these stories that you missed while you were at the office today, including some Donald Trump courtroom drama. We'll have that for you coming up next. Stay right where you are, because frankly, you're stuck in traffic anyway. So stay right there on I-4. We'll have a traffic update for you coming up as well. Stay right there. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Cash in on our 100th anniversary with the WDBO Payroll Payout. Your next chance at $1,000 happens tomorrow at 8 a.m. Listen for the keyword and then tap the Payroll Payout button in the WDBO app. It's our way of saying thank you for 100 incredible years. This is Mike from Orlando. I believe it's a good idea to deschedulize marijuana. A lot of time and money is wasted on prosecuting individuals who may be charged. And also, the same goes for the individuals trying to defend themselves. Yeah, this has uh, some Senate Democrats are trying to convince Joe Biden to to declassify marijuana so that it would be legal to use across uh, all of the states. Listen, I've never smoked marijuana. I don't ever plan to, but <clears throat> if uh, alcohol is allowed and that's legal then, yeah, I don't see a problem with marijuana. Alcohol is a lot more detrimental to your health. Stepping out of the office elevator and into today's top stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. Yeah, UPS plans to cut about 12,000 jobs this year. 
A move the package delivery giant says would result in a billion dollars in savings. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu rules out a withdrawal from Gaza or the release of thousands of jailed militants. That was two demands from Hamas in their ceasefire talks. And Netanyahu said no deal, banana peel. Probably didn't say banana peel to Hamas. Missouri Representative Cory Bush, a member of The Squad, is under investigation for using $62,000, paying that to her now husband, as a security guard from her campaign amount, uh, account that should be, but her husband is not an actual security guard. He doesn't have security guard credentials. The Department of Justice has now opened an investigation. President Biden says he made a decision on how to respond to the drone attack in Jordan and that he holds Iran responsible. Iran, for their part, says, oh, we didn't do that. Senator Joe Manchin, this is uh, disturbing, but yet I guess good. Senator Joe Manchin says that his wife is now in stable condition following a car crash in Alabama. The Illinois State Board of Elections decides to allow former President Trump to appear on the state ballots. Cheetah Rivera will not be down for breakfast. The Tony Award-winning dancer, singer, actress who forged a path for Latina artists is dead. She has died at the age of 91. Those are the stories that you missed while you were at work today. Uh, it was another busy day. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift again. That's not my choice. I would just as soon not talk about Taylor Swift again. But y'all keep talking about Taylor Swift. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Taylor Swift. Biden obviously speaks gibberish there. And then he says the Great Lakes. And then they cheer. These people seem seem sincere in their cheer. Think about that. This is all his donors, obviously. Yeah, it is interesting how how Biden. And this we've we've seen this multiple times when Biden is on the stump and he's speaking gibberish. Uh, he's speaking in Bidenese, and we can't understand what he's saying. And yet the crowd cheers. The beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this fire. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. He's talking. <laughs> Yeah, that and, the, you know, the crowd just jumps on day. You know, they're, they're uh, you know, it's like going to a comedy club. You go to a cl- comedy club expecting to laugh and even marginally funny comedians at a comedy club will still get a laugh. Uh, and you go to a, a campaign event expecting to cheer. That's that's just what you do. I'm amazed that he wouldn't want to deschedule cocaine. That way his son would be out of some jams. <laughs> That'd be a... Heavier lift, I'm sure, than than descheduling marijuana. So I think all of America should know that when the servicemen coming back from Iran are taking off the plane, if they need to know the exact time, Joe Biden would be the one to ask because he does look at his watch quite often. One would hope. One would hope that that Jill Biden or somebody that is close to Joe Biden would... Frank, I was going to say, tell him to not look at his watch, would take his watch away from him. Do not let Joe Biden wear a wristwatch to the, and I'm sorry, is it called dignified transfer? I believe is what it's called. As as the bodies return home at uh, Dover, Maryland, do not let Joe Biden wear a wristwatch, lest he insult the families of the of the fallen and insult Every American citizen by glancing at his watch uh, because he's heaven knows has better places to be as the commander in chief. Yeah, looking at the watch is uh, not a not a good idea. Uh, by the way, I just see that Ken Griffin, who is the CEO of Citadel, 
has donated $5 million to Nikki Haley. Uh, they are trying everything they can to uh, to throw everything they can at Donald Trump and to prop up Nikki Haley. Someone, someone has to stay in the race until the Supreme Court decides what's going to happen with Donald Trump. And frankly, someone needs to stay in the race just in case Donald Trump ends up going to jail. Now, I know that there has been plenty of talk that if Donald Trump goes to jail, he can still run. And yeah, that's legally true. Uh, but some people might opt to not vote for him if he goes to jail. But if the Supreme Court decides that he is not going to be on the ballot, that means we're out of Republicans. Unless Nikki Haley stays in. And at that point, wouldn't you rather have been able to rewind the tape and put Ron DeSantis back in? And I don't know what the process is for for taking somebody off the bench who has already suspended their campaign and putting them back in on the ballots. I don't know if, if that is even possible. I honestly wouldn't even know who to ask. We, we, we talked about that earlier today in our pre-show meeting. And we all looked around and said, I don't even know who, who would know the answer to a question like that. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily be a constitutional scholar. It would probably be somebody who's familiar with, with campaigning. They would probably know the best as to uh, whether or not that can be done or how that can be done. But it is, uh, you know, for those of us who were of the uh, Ron DeSantis camp, and now all that is left is is Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. If Trump's taken out for whatever reason, if Trump is not going to be uh, the the party's representative at the at the convention, then that means we're stuck with Nikki Haley, and that sounds like a terrible choice. Do you agree? Disagree? 844-580-WDBO or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app. Coming up after this, I will break it down for you as to exactly what options the Supreme Court has, what they're going to be considering when it comes to Donald Trump's eligibility on the ballot and when they could be making a decision. That'll be coming up next. Stay there. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. Now we'll have a bunch of drunk high people driving around everywhere. Or just drunk or just high? I feel like we already do have a lot of drunk and or high people driving around. Uh, not that that's an, a good argument for declassifying marijuana. The, if you're just joining us, the question is, and some, some Senate Democrats are pressing President Biden to declassify marijuana as a, as a restricted drug. And uh, that way anybody could use marijuana. You can let us know your thoughts at 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. Uh, by the way, there are multiple different ways to get the Joe Kelly show. We have the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. So you can listen on your own time. Uh, it's in Spotify, Apple podcasts everywhere. Just look for the Joe Kelly show podcast. Uh, subscribe to it, download it, like it, uh, play with it, take it out in the back. And throw a baseball with it. It's a lot of fun. I think you really enjoy it. We also have the behind the scenes video in our chat room. If you want to join the behind the scenes, we have 
we have secretly hidden cameras inside the WDBO studios and are recording every movement now of all of our employees and staff. And you would not believe some of the stuff that they do when they think we're not looking. Uh, that is on the WDBO Facebook page right now. Somebody has asked why Greg is not on today. We are, we, we're, Greg is in, in a training session right now. Greg is actually training someone else. Uh, someone, uh, and, and J- that's Jake. And uh, J- I think Jake is camera shy, which is why he's not on the, the camera right now. Everybody has their own choice as to whether or not they want to be on. We just want to make sure that we have the best on-air product available, right? That's yeah, what we're that's going it. For. Yes, so we're, just, we're just focusing on that for right now. But. Absolutely so. So Greg is here. He's present and accounted for. Laurel is going to be off tomorrow uh, and the day after, partly tomorrow. You're going to be no. Here? You're not. No, I'm yeah, here. What tomorrow? Are you partly here? Thursday and Friday. See, I thought tomorrow was Thursday. That was. No. <laughs> I thought it was another four-day work week. Is it not another four-day work week? It's not, unfortunately. All right, speaking about getting stoned. I have a neighbor who is on medical marijuana every morning. He is smoking his marijuana before he leaves. He gets in his car intoxicated and drives away. Mm. How many more of these incidents would happen if you legalized marijuana? You know, the interesting thing about that is uh, even if you were to legalize marijuana on a federal level and and even for people who have medical marijuana, if you show up at work and you're high at work, you can be drug tested at at most work environments. uh, Ours would be an example. You could get drug tested if they suspect that you come to work high or on drugs or drunk they can send you to go get drug tested as a requirement uh, for keeping your job. Uh, but yes, that's that is an excellent point there. And you know, if you're if you're a heavy equipment operator or uh, anything along, you're an air traffic controller, anything like that, man, that's just terrible. If you're showing up for work uh, stoned. All right, what are the options here for the U.S. Supreme Court when it comes to the? Donald Trump case as to whether or not Donald Trump can remain on the ballot. Now, this all has to do with um, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment that deals with whether or not someone who's involved with an insurrection can be on a ballot. Now, as Donald Trump's never been charged with an insurrection, that seems that that also seems a heavy lift for me. Uh, but here are the different ways that the high court could rule. They've got dozens of different ways that they can rule. And they're not uh, taking up the case for about another uh, week and a half. A uh, week and a half is when they're going to take up the case. It could uphold Colorado's ruling and say that Donald Trump is no longer qualified to be president. And if that's the case, that would s- trigger the dominoes for all the other states, Maine and 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 I'm sorry, but many, many other states, the, the, the names of which I don't have listed here, but... Uh, Maine is, is one of the big states, and a lot of other states are similarly trying to kick Donald Trump off the ballot. So if the Supreme Court says Donald Trump is not qualified, uh, it'll be very hard for him to get past that. The court could also say that Trump is qualified to be president. And that would end all Section 3 challenges, including Maine and Colorado and everybody else. It could dodge ruling on the case altogether uh, by uh, on a technicality. They could uh, argue that the procedures used to get the case there and set itself up for another case in the fall. It could say that Congress has to make the final decision. Uh, The court, if you recall in Bush v. Gore in the year 2000, 
That ended with the Florida recount and made George W. Bush the president. The court ruled in three days. The court could rule quickly or the court could wait to the end of their term on June 30th to rule. You guys know that as the Supreme Court season goes, they start their arguments at the first of the year and they wrap it up in June and they announce their court findings in June, usually the biggest case is is the last one that they announce. So it could be late June before we know an answer to this. That would leave open the door uh, to more chaos. It would leave uncertainty during the primaries over whether or not Republicans are voting for someone who's actually qualified to be president. And if you're wondering about the, the, the justices, the Colorado High Court, seven justices were all appointed by Democrats And yet they were split on a four to three ruling on that. Six of the nine Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court justices were appointed by Republicans, three by Donald Trump. So we while we know that the court is going to be hearing oral arguments for this coming up in the next week and a half or so, it could be late summer. Well, at least late June, I guess that's still kind of early summer, but it could be late June before we have any kind of definitive answer on that. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about uh, legalizing marijuana and we're talking about what would uh, what would we do? What would Republicans do if, for whatever reason, Donald Trump isn't on the ballot? The only person left running is Nikki Haley. Well, you can always write in DeSantis if you want. You can always write it in. Look at uh, the first primary for the Democrats. Joe Biden was not on the ticket and they wrote him in and he the state yes but that's not true i mean it is true he won new hampshire you're right about that he run as a he ran as a, a writing candidate in new hampshire and he won there because new hampshire allowed write-in candidates on their primary ballot not every state allows write-in candidates and there aren't enough states that allow write-in candidates that a write-in candidate could win the election so that 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 works in principle but in reality it would not work because um, there aren't enough states that, that actually do that. He only gains popularity when he gets arrested and all this stuff thrown at him. Yeah, Trump does. And Haley's obviously in it just in case. But uh, she, it's yep. not going to happen. Yeah. Also, uh, Biden, I, that was stand. Uh, the way they, the crowd was laughing, that was a comedy show. <laughs> and uh, I forgot the third thing I was going to talk about. Weed, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Weed. Uh, uh, keep it on the ballot, the marijuana. Okay, that's right. I thought I had a feeling you were going to go in that direction on that one. All right, here's an interesting question. If you had the chance to meet Joe Biden, would you? I would not. If you had the chance to meet Joe Biden, would you? All right, I may take an unpopular opinion here, but I, I would absolutely take the chance to meet Joe Biden. To meet any American president is a rarity. And I would absolutely meet Joe Biden and shake his hand. I'm not going to vote for the guy. And there's no point in lashing out at him. He doesn't even know what day of the week it is. Well, for that matter, I didn't know what day of the week it was earlier in this show. So, But there's no point in lashing out at Joe Biden. It's irrelevant. I will tell you that. And then it was the, I think it was the 2008 Democratic National Convention in Denver, Colorado. That year I went to... The Democrat convention in Colorado and the Republican convention in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And I was on Radio Row and I saw 
uh, at the other side of the crowd, Jimmy Carter. And he was walking in my direction on Radio Row. And I thought, oh, my gosh, there's Jimmy Carter, uh, a man that I, I have no admiration or love of his administration. Uh, I do appreciate that he's been a pretty good former president. He's been a nice elder statesman, mostly, mostly keeping his mouth shut, though he did become an election denier. Um, but Jimmy Carter was walking over to an urban radio station that was about two booths down from where I was. But I took the opportunity. I stepped up and shook his hand and introduced myself. And I said, President Carter, it's very nice to meet you. And he, I don't, honestly don't remember what he said, but it was you know, probably something cordial. And that was it. And I, and, and I if people ask me who, because I've met a lot of celebrities and stuff over the years. And if people ask me who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met or who's one of the biggest names. I mean, Jimmy Carter's right up there. Stevie Wonder, right up there. Um, yeah, I, I would absolutely meet Joe Biden if I had the chance. I would meet Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, George Bush. I, I, would, I would absolutely shake hands with them. Donald Trump. I've never met Donald Trump, uh, but I have spoken with him on the phone a few times. Uh, but I've not met him face to face. What about you? Would you take, an, take advantage of an opportunity to meet Joe Biden? 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. All right, we are talking about uh, marijuana, weed, weed. As uh, there are Senate Democrats that are trying to convince Joe Biden to... Uh, declassify marijuana and make it effectively legal nationwide in all 50 states and territories. Well, the obvious issue with marijuana over alcohol is if somebody's sitting next to me and I'm having a glass of wine, it doesn't affect them. If someone's smoking pot next to me, then yeah. Big difference. Well, I will say, and honestly, I don't. I I don't even have a dog in the hunt. I couldn't care less, frankly, if they declassify marijuana or not. Marijuana is so widespread in the communities. If someone wants to smoke or ingest or whatever marijuana, it's there already. Um, that having been said, your scenario with the wine, uh, I don't think that holds water. Because where where it is, where smoking is banned today, marijuana smoking would still be banned tomorrow. So your favorite restaurants, if you're going to go to a restaurant and you're you're enjoying a nice glass of wine, uh, you're not going to find some some dude smoking a joint right next to you uh, inside the restaurant. You're on the patio, and they don't allow smoking on the patio. When they don't allow smoking. That includes marijuana. That includes, in most cases, vaping. I mean, you you know can't smoke crack out there e- either. You know, so so th- I I get where you're coming from, and I, I will tell you, Laurel. Do you remember that time we we had to go to New York City to pick up an award that we won? We had to fly all the way to New York City to pick up this award. And do you remember that time? <laughs> this was the craziest thing. We of all the times you have to go to New York City, we were there for the Gay Pride Parade. 
Yeah, we were trying to find like a waffle <laughs> ice cream yeah, place yeah. and we got stuck. We couldn't get back because the gate, when it was a cool parade, but uh, we're like, uh, very, we can't cross the street because the gay parade is here. Right. We could not cross the street. We couldn't get back to the hotel or anything. And, but my point was, you remember how much it smelled like marijuana? Everywhere. Everywhere you went, it smelled like marijuana. I mean, just every single place you went. And, and it wasn't even legal in New York at the time. I'm not even sure if it's legal in New York now, but. Um, but but where smoking is banned now, marijuana smoking will be banned in the future. All right, coming up next here, I've got to I've got to touch on uh, Taylor Swift. We'll talk about uh, her the, this the what some people are saying is a psyop operation. I guess that's that's redundant now, isn't it? A psy operation, psychological operation with Taylor Swift. That'll be coming up next. Hang on. Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident to his Bogan Muns and Muns. Well, it's really been a nice and easy commute today. Um, we have had some brake lights, but nothing historic like yesterday when we had roadways completely shut down. Today, we still have those brake lights in the normal places. I-4 westbound through Lake Mary, into downtown as well. Sand Lake 535 and then Osceola Parkway through Champions Gate. Eastbound is heavy past Disney, approaching the Turnpike. And then touch and go through downtown from Park to Lee and from Longwood to the bridge. Also seeing brake lights on the turnpike southbound south of the 417, but the turnpike looks pretty good now as you make your way toward Winter Garden and uh, Colonial 50, 429, all that area, again, is in good shape. Put that tax refund to good use at Refresh Computers, Central Florida's budget computer store. Visit refreshcomputers.net or visit the Refresh Computer Superstore in Longwood. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, I'm still checking. Do we have it? We have anything yet? No? All right, we're still waiting to see if we have breaking news. And as near as I can tell, well, I don't, I, I've got the breaking news sounder ready to go. Uh, but we do not have any breaking news to share with you at this moment about a retaliatory strike against Iran or its proxies after the death of three U.S. service members uh, over the weekend. Hey, Google, what time is it in Tehran, Iran? The time in Tehran, Iran, is 2.37 a.m. on Wednesday. Ah, that's the perfect time for a retaliatory strike, isn't it? I'm not a military strategist, but it seems like the middle of the night, uh, this time of day would be a really good time. Uh, if history is a guide, it always happens in the middle of the night. Uh, that's when we like to, to, to do our bombing. Speaking of which, uh, is anybody watching the new show on Apple Plus, the new Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks produced show called Masters of the Sky? Have you guys heard of it? Are you watching it? Nope. I have not. So it is It is very much like Band of Brothers. In fact, they're calling it Band of Bombers. Get it? Band of... No? Okay. So it's a World War II movie about the, the super fortresses that we flew over World War II uh, in the war. And I, I, it's a two-part 
uh, pilot. The first episode is two parts. And in the second part, they meet up with a bunch of British pilots and they have a discussion about when they execute the bombing raids as the Americans conduct all their bombing raids during the daytime hours. The Brits do it in the dark of night. And the Brits are are razzing the Americans, if you will, because the Americans have a higher casualty rate. But the Americans say they bomb during the day so that they get a more precise uh, target package so that they can actually see their targets and they aren't just indiscriminately bombing as the Brits were. So the, the Americans were sacrificing their own lives to help save innocent lives on the ground. It's a pretty good series. If you uh, if you if you like World War Two shows, which I love, you know, men of a certain age, you, <laughs> you start loving all World War Two documentaries and stuff like that. And I think I've hit that age. So I really enjoy watching it. I will say that the guy who stars in it is the guy who played Elvis in the Elvis biopic, the most recent Elvis. Bi- what is his name? Austin something or another. Anyhow, this guy got really immersed in the Elvis character and. So much so, he had to go to a speech therapist after filming this movie to lose the Elvis Presley accent. He was so immersed in Elvis Presley that he became Elvis Presley. A method actor. Yeah. This is, I've, I've heard all about them and how they do, never leave character. And they, they get themselves so involved yeah. in what they're doing, it's hard to break out of. And honestly, in this show, whenever I hear him talk, I think, oh, that's Elvis. And he looks a bit like, he does, he looks an awful lot like Elvis. Uh, so there, there's a lot of similarities there. Okay, um, let's talk about Taylor Swift. I, As I mentioned earlier in the week, I couldn't care less about Taylor Swift. I don't like her. I don't dislike her. <laughs> I don't have that Taylor Swift song lyric handy anymore. Um, I, I, don't, I don't care. But I have to say... If you are a conservative Republican and you are spreading rumors or thoughts or conspiracy theories that somehow this is a a psychological operation, a PSYOP, that is being conducted at the highest level by the U.S. government, I beg you to stop talking. Do do not. Don't go there. Don't talk about it. uh, A Republican Georgia politician, Candace Taylor, wrote on X... Tried to warn y'all back in October that the influence of Taylor Swift on our youth with witchcraft was demonic, evil, and Luciferian. Of course, Satan wants to use her to elect Joe back into the White House to destroy what's left of America. You know, she did in 2020, she did uh, endorse Joe Biden. And I don't think that's a big surprise. We shouldn't be startled by that. And she may well do it again. But, you know, we just need to come up with better ideas than joe biden and frankly i think we have all the better ideas than joe biden does Uh, but that won't stop a lot of people on the right from just sounding like they're nuts i mean they're they're um a failed gop candidate jack lombardi writes on x never been more convinced the super bowl is rigged with all the unneeded and unwanted taylor coverage at the games casey's journey to the super bowl totally scripted casey wins And then later they announced their support for Biden. Coincidental? No. Bought and paid for a couple. SMH. You guys know what SMH stands for. I don't don't explain that to you. So um, professional cranky old man, David Letterman. Yes, remarkably still alive. Still alive. Sorry. David Letterman uh, released a video on Instagram 
in which he shared his thoughts about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, I don't think in the history of show business, in the history of popular culture, we've ever witnessed anything like this. Tremendous. She fills stadiums around the world and puts on a three-hour show. Now, we live in a world now where all we hear is nonsense and ugliness. And the nonsense can't be more nonsensical. And the ugliness, God hopes it can't get any uglier. But that's all we hear. That's all we hear. So now here's Taylor Swift, who is a glowing bright light of goodness in the world, and she starts dating uh, Kelsey Grammer. And people. No, that's go- not true. What? Kelsey Grammer? Yes. Yeah. And- an interesting pairing. And go people ahead. go crazy. And the, the Kelsey Grammer people say, oh, no, 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 don't bother us. We're all caught up in football. We don't want Taylor in football. And the Taylor Swift people the Swifties, are saying, oh, we don't want a footballer in here with Kelsey Grammer. And I'm Travis saying, Kelsey. huh? Travis Kelsey. Right, Travis Kelsey. And I say to both camps, <laughs> this is such a lovely thing. Shut up. It's good for the footballers. Yeah. It's good for Taylor Swift. And it's something positive and happy for the world. And also politically, Taylor Swift is a huge force and I think just wants to see people do the right thing. So God bless Taylor Swift. And Kelsey Grammer. That's Not all I have. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I, I agree with the professional cranky old guy, David Letterman, on this. Uh, I, 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 am, I am in awe of Taylor Swift's business acumen. I mean, Taylor Swift will go down in history as, as, as one of, if not the most successful entertainer in the business world ever. Uh, she's a, a, a phenom, a business woman, very savvy and, and very successful, more so than any of us could ever imagine. And I, I don't know. I, I don't really know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know at all. Travis Kelsey or Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. I don't know either one of them, quite frankly. Um, but you know, they, they, I don't know how they met. I, I honestly, if I'm, if I'm being completely, and not that, not that I have any role in picking partners for anybody, heaven's sake, I don't have any role business doing that. I think Travis Kelsey is a bit manly for, for Taylor Swift. All the boyfriends she's had previously were kind of effeminate. Laurel, who are some of the guys that Taylor Swift has, has been associated with? She dated Tom Hiddleston. He's kind of effeminate. Okay, she dated the guy that played Jacob from uh, Twilight. Tyler Lautner. Taylor Lautner. That's right, Taylor Lautner, that's right. And those are the only two I know, because it's the only two John I think Mayer. are cute. John uh, Mayer. John Mayer, right, right, kind of effeminate. Um, yeah, and so, then, um, yeah, as, what's in it, one of the guys from that band, One Direction? Yeah, Harry, Harry Styles. Harry Styles, there we go. So uh, Travis Kelsey strikes me as a bit testosterone for her. I mean, a bit, you know, more more manly. That By the way, like macaroni. And, right, and that is the true San Francisco treat, testosterone. Um, but uh, I I don't know that I would put those two together. But who's to say? Who's to say who belongs? And honestly, if if I was, I I would just ask, don't spread silly rumors about Taylor Swift and. Kelsey Grammer or Travis Kelsey, either one. It's just crazy. It doesn't make any sense. And I, I don't, I don't buy into conspiracy theories. I mean, it's, there's just no way. There's just no way. By the way, we still have a lot of people that want to comment about uh, about medical marijuana and the effort by uh, some Senate Democrats, including Chuck Schumer, 
to convince Joe Biden before the election to deschedule marijuana so that it would be legal in all 50 states and territories uh, to make marijuana legal. And it sounds to me like a bit of a vote buying scheme uh, that would certainly make a lot of people happy if you would legalize marijuana. Of course, make a lot of people unhappy about that as as well. Uh, and uh, some thoughts here. Medical marijuana does not get you high. It has the THC removed, which is what gives you that high feeling. It is made to prevent pain or to eliminate your pain, not get you high. Um, let me see. M- Mark Hamill, can you help me out with this one? Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. It does. Believe me, it does get you high. Believe me, you can get high on medical marijuana. Now, there is a a type of marijuana that's called Charlotte's Web. And Charlotte's Web is a very low, low, low THC that is mainly for children uh, who suffer from uh, spasms and stuff. Uh, That is the only version of medical marijuana that does not get you high, the Charlotte's Web. All the other ones most certainly get you high. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. A, a really troubling, troubling story out of Montana as a family has had their 14-year-old daughter forcibly taken away from them so that she can cross state lines and have gender transition surgery. The parents have been cut out of the loop on this by the state. This is very Orwellian, very, very frightening. We'll have the details for you coming up next on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, 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 the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. Gina Rivera is dead at the age of 91. The Broadway actress starred in West Side Story, Chicago, and Kiss of the Spider Woman. Her family said that she died peacefully. Two. At least four people are dead after a boat carrying tourists sank off the coast of Cancun. The boat carrying over 16 guests and three crew members sank after getting caught in a strong sea well, according to ABC. Another seven people are still missing and eight have been rescued. One. One. The U.S. Secretary of State says the response to the attacks by Iran-backed militants in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members could come in stages. Anthony Blinken told reporters Monday the U.S. response against Iran could be multi-leveled and sustained over time. President Biden has vowed a response soon. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than me sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, y'all, tell me what you think about this one. Tell me me if this sounds right to you. Montana's Child Protective Services is now accused of forcibly transporting a 14-year-old girl from her family in Montana to Wyoming so that she can have gender transition treatment, which has now led to a complete revocation of her parents' custody. Todd and Krista Kolstad embroiled in a legal and emotional struggle for their 14-year-old daughter after Montana's Child Protective Services took drastic action that the family says is tantamount to kidnapping. Their daughter was transported to Wyoming, a state with different laws regarding the medical transition of minors. But she was transported by Montana's CPS. 
for treatment of her what they call sudden onset gender dysphoria. Sudden onset gender dysphoria? Come on, guys. That can't be a thing, right? I mean, if gender dysphoria is a thing, how, do, how is sudden onset a thing? And if it is sudden onset, how do we take that seriously? I mean, I, you know, I have sudden onset uh, uh, an appetite for a pizza. Oh, my gosh, I have to have a pizza. But I'm not going to cut off an arm to fulfill that appetite. Of course, they're talking about cutting off much more than an arm here. In August, the police informed the Kolstads of a text message from their daughter claiming that she was suicidal. They were informed by police that their daughter had allegedly ingested drain cleaner and taken an overdose of ibuprofen. As any caring parent would, they took their daughter to the hospital. They got her the care that she needed. They did tests. She had not ingested anything. Uh, she is, was just simply struggling with some emotional issues. The mom says that the hospital continued to call their daughter Leo... Leo, a man's name, instead of their daughter by her actual name. And the, against the family's wishes, against their religion, against their core family values, the hospital told the mom and dad, dad that they're, if they have an issue with the hospital, they can have their lawyer call and talk to the lawyer at the hospital. After a last-minute notification of an available bed in Wyoming and without the parents' consent, CPS and police presented a court order taking custody of the 14-year-old girl, citing the parents' refusal to provide medical care. You know, it's not as if the girl was bleeding out, right? <laughs> this is not the kind of medical care that, that is so urgent that you would have to kidnap a child and take him across state lines. Am I, am I the only one who who thinks that this is just in, insane? Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Court dates were set. The Colstads were assigned a public defender. The public defender advised them to, quote, play nice with CPS. The family is currently seeking funds for a private attorney to begin custody of their daughter. They're soliciting donations through Give, Send, Go. You could look for the Colstad family if you have a desire to give in Give, Send, Go. GoFundMe wouldn't do it. They don't get involved in, in these kinds of controversial issues. I don't know. How is this controversial? Do we as parents not have rights over our children? Evidently in Montana, you do not. Can you imagine if the police and CPS show up at your house or worse, they show up at your child's school where you're not there and they effectively kidnap your child. They take your child, abscond with them, cross state lines and they've already started her on transition medications. The mother in a, in a video, please, she says, this is a medical kidnapping and it needs to stop. 
We currently only have a public defender whose advice has been to play nice. We're running out of time. If there's any attorney willing to fight for us pro bono, please contact us. I would certainly think that there is some attorney somewhere, some conservative attorney, some decent attorney that would be willing to fight for them. On January 19th, 2024, that was just a week and a half ago. Y'all sit down. You better sit down for this one. Just a week and a half ago, a judge completely revoked the Kolstad's custody rights for refusing to support their child's transition. And now Todd and Krista, the mom and dad, they're under a gag order with the threat of contempt of court for even speaking. How can a state do this? How is this possible? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. What do y'all think? 844-580-WDBO. Is it just me or is this a, a really whacked out situation in Montana? Maybe this is perfectly normal. Maybe this is just the new normal in the United States of America. Medical kidnapping when a 14 year old has sudden onset of gender dysphoria. Like that's a thing. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Breaking news to lively debates covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Well, President Biden has says that he knows the plan. He knows what he's going to do to retaliate against uh, Iran and Iran's proxies uh, for the drone attack that killed three U.S. service members, injured 40, actually it's 46 other uh, service members. And I, I am seeing at this point some completely unverified reports uh, that there are explosions that are being heard in Yemen. And Laurel, I don't know about you, but every time I hear or think or see the word Yemen, uh, do you think of the same thing that I think of? Yes, Chandler. I cannot help but to think of and I, so every time I say Yemen, I like giggle, but it has nothing to do with the, the 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 weight of what's happening in the world these days. But there's that scene at the airport with Chandler and and what is her name? Janice. Janice. Yes. I'll wait for you. Do you even know how long you're going to be gone? Well, just until we find an energy source to replace fuel. <laughs> oh, well. I'll write you every day. 15, Yemen Road, Yemen. Okay, goodbye. So absurd. So thoroughly absurd. And yet kind of funny. But uh, tragically, I'll I'll always think of that when I hear Yemen. So we're keeping an eye on that. But I've only seen, like I said, a couple of unverified. So I'm not putting a whole lot of stock into this yet. Uh, And then uh, our buddy James in Deltona pointed out that the the moon uh, is still quite bright right now. I know it is here in, uh, in Orlando. Man, the moon was gorgeous last night. I don't know if you saw it. I bet it looks great right now. I am stuck inside a building and I can't see the moon. Can, so, can someone go outside and look at the moon for me? I'm sure it is gorgeous right now. 844-580-WDBO, or you can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Brad is on the Joe Kelly Show. Hello, Brad. How are you? Oh, fine, thanks. You're, you know, the last story before the break about the uh, judge 
is stunning, but it shouldn't be surprising to people that have been following this over the last decade or so. We've seen it uh, with left-wing prosecutors, most recently with the Colorado Supreme Court doing their outrageous thing, charging you know that Trump with an insurrection that he was never even charged with and never could be. And then, of course, what needs to be done is is that good people of conscience, including judges, higher courts, need to step in immediately revoke that ruling and then if these leftist judges don't comply they need to be slapped with contempt and arrested while still in their robes because honestly that's what's going to have to happen good people of conscience are going to have to step in we saw it with the kyle rittenhouse prosecutor you saw the things he was doing once the jury got that evidence it was a slam dunk we were being lied to by the press and the media this has been going on now so it shouldn't come as a surprise that you've got some left-wing crazy judge making an outrageous thing like this you know and I'm I, might, really I might expect that Brad from from New York or California but I did not expect that from Montana yeah oh and I'm with you on that but I've had a sneaking suspicion on that, too, because if you remember during the George Floyd thing in Minneapolis, I'll never forget it. CNN, Allison Camerata had a city commissioner from Minnesota, and he was talking about, remember, burning down the police department, making community control officers. And Allison said, but what if I'm in my home and there's a home invasion? Who are we going to call? And the woman, this left-wing county commissioner, just looked at her and said, that's your white privilege talking. Uh-huh. That's when I knew that leftists are in every level of government, city, state, federal. They're everywhere. They're in every state. And it's going to take good people of conscience to knock them down. Very well By said, that, Brad. I mean legally. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out. Very well said. Brad, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your call. Thanks for listening. Let's go to Titusville. Chris, you're on WDBO. Hi, Chris. Uh, hi, Joe. How's it going? Good. Um, I was just going to say, I feel like the U.S. is becoming like a modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. It's kind of scary. You know, we're sexualizing our kids. Porn has been normalized. And it's, I don't know, I just, I feel like fear every time I see what's happening today. I'm in... I'm in, my first, I'm in my first read through the Bible right now, and I just started Deuteronomy, but you're re- referencing Genesis. So I know the reference uh, in Genesis, and Sodom and Gomorrah were two cities that were, were wicked, and God basically wiped them from the face of the earth uh, from, because of their wickedness. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of good people in the U.S., but I, just, I don't like the signs that we're seeing. I mean, a child I, Yeah, thinking, I agree with you. At fourteen, so I, I just. It's I mean, and what do you what do you do if you're the parents? I mean, you don't want to take up arms against uh, against your state government. No, I mean, look at you walk in the Capitol building and you'll do twenty years. I yeah. mean, people are scared to death to do that. I just cannot believe that in in the United States of America, a state can come in and take away a child, a, a naturally born or otherwise adopted child. I cannot believe they can take away a 14-year-old because the 14-year-old girl happened to get something called sudden onset gender dysphoria. I know, it's scary. And, and, they, you know and, and the parents say that they have that that she has been in counseling, that she's had mental health issues, you know, since she was very young. I mean, they acknowledge that she, she is she needs special help, but they are now talking about surgery to remove her breasts. They're counseling her to remove her breasts and and you know stuff that is 
that is irreversible. You cannot put yeah. them back on. And as you know, you know, as an adult, we at six, at fourteen, you barely know what you want. Yeah. In life, and it's just, it's very sad. It is indeed. Chris, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your call. Thank you for listening. 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Hit me up right now. Let us know your thoughts. We're going to keep an eye on the situation over in Yemen. If we see any additional news that is coming out. Mm, nope, not keeping an eye on that. We'll let you know. Uh, at some point, something is going to happen, one would imagine. We will continue the Joe Kelly Show here on WDBO. Stay with us. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. A couple different things we're talking about. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Yemen. I'm not seeing any additional reports of an attack there in Yemen, so we're keeping a close eye on that. We'll keep our ear to the ground, if you will. Also talking about out of Montana, a 14-year-old girl who claims to have uh, suffered from uh, sudden onset gender dysphoria has basically been medically kidnapped by the state, taken across lines to Montana. I mentioned to an earlier caller that you can't exactly take up arms. I have to disagree. If that was my 14-year-old kid, I would absolutely take up arms. Well, you know, the problem with that is, is you either end up dead or in jail. And and you do no good to that 14-year-old child if you end up dead or in jail. And I, and I understand that, man. I have kids, and I would feel the exact same way. And I would certainly... There, there would be a moment at which I would s- s- sit down and think long and hard about whether or not I wanted to grab a gun and, and go get my child back. But you're going to be crossing state lines. Uh, that's now going to become a federal offense. Uh, you know, you're going to have the entire state police against you. Again, I, you know, I think of you know the the parent we talked about a couple of weeks ago that uh, the dad. Uh, shot to death his, the, his daughter's stepfather when he found out that he was molesting her. And I think we all have that visceral feeling that we'd like to do the same. But now the dad is going to be in jail, uh, you know, while the, the daughter is suffering from being both a, a sex assault victim and knowing that her father has gone to jail. Uh, that just doesn't help the daughter in that particular point. Uh, on the subject of Yemen. Rest in peace, Chan LeBing. I will always <laughs> think of that also, Joe Kelly. So Yemen will always be associated with Chan LeBing. But who do you associate this word with? Pivot. Oh, yeah, that was a, that's an easy one. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Oddly, we have most of the Friends drops uh, handy at a, at a moment's notice. You never know when you're going to need something from Friends, right, Laurel? What's that? Amen. Yeah. You're, you're a big Friends fanatic. I really am. I get into fights daily with people who mm. think Friends isn't funny, and I will, I will go to fisticuffs. You know, I enjoy Have you it. seen the outtakes? Have you seen the, joke, the ones where they didn't use for the real broadcast yes. on there? Where he's Hilarious. doing the pivot? Oh, my gosh. 
You know, I, I liked I liked Friends when it was out, and but I, but I can't imagine circling back and watching that again. I can't imagine starting that all over again. By the way, speaking about streaming stuff, if you're watching The Chosen, season four of The Chosen is out this week. Uh, it's out in theaters first, and then it's going to be uh, in your your streaming platforms. It's actually they've worked out deals for a multiple different streaming platforms, which I'm very uh, excited about. That the actor who plays Jesus Christ is making the 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 rounds, doing interviews, and it's just so weird to see Jesus. Uh, you know, on like the view and and talking to them, and and it's just a it's a weird thing to see. But uh, the chosen has been a, just a tremendous series, and this is season four. There will be seven seasons. Seven is the number of completion. Uh, seven is a is a big number that you'll find in scripture, uh, particularly in Revelation. Uh, but there will be seven full seasons of the of the chosen, and this is just season number four. That is dropping this week, and I, I for one, am very excited about that. I think I'll go back and rewatch uh, seasons one through three again before getting into season four. Um, so, really, really good. If you're, if you're, if you're a Christian, or if you're thinking about becoming a Christian, or if you're curious about it, I mean, it, it is fictionalized. It is not word for word from Scripture, but it, it is certainly a great representation uh, for a lot of us. That that it's helpful to learn visually if you can put you know names with faces and that kind of stuff i'm joe kelly thank you so much for being a part of the joe kelly show without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.